Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is to go on this town tonight Hey, welcome to another Formula Sports Talk We are live in the studio with Alex Clancy, Alex, we missed you last week. Yeah, I miss you guys too. What was going on? Yeah, they do some real work, some real, real work, work. <laughs> real work. Yeah, we're live here, and uh, actually, this is across the world. We live across the world right Love now. It. Love it. Uh, but it's a hot day in Arizona. We're here in uh, Tempe, Arizona. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, man. We talk about the uh, Diamondbacks. I definitely want to get into that um, a little bit. And then we'll move on to some. I want to talk about the issue, the incident they had in San Francisco. Get your opinion on that. I want to throw a look. Get your mindset for this, Pete Carroll. Whatever the question or comment may be, just put Pete Carroll in your mind, and we'll get to that later. Okay. Also, Larry Fitzgerald has an enormous deal, 120 million, I think it was. Uh, what does what does that do to set the bar for the other players like a Deshaun Jackson, a Andre Johnson, who probably you know is one of the receivers that's just as good, who don't have an ego, but will go out there and does his job. Chris Johnson, still not signed. Different position. It's tougher. Different position, but this guy had 2,000 yards two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, still got over 1,000 yards a year ago uh, with the nonsense that the quarterback he had over there, uh, Vince Young, uh, who's supposed to be a leader, didn't lead the team the way he should have. Uh, but sometimes you got to go through those things. Now he's sitting in Philadelphia as a backup. Now that's a starter as a backup. Uh, but that, but that, what does that contract do for them? But we'll get to that. Maybe third, fourth segment, you know, fourth segment, sexy voice time. Um, I hope Monk got some different music, slow music. Give me some Barry White, Monk, or something like that. Download something real quick. I don't know if I want that mood here. Would you just give me in the studio? <laughs> I don't know where uh, Ken is uh, from the ATL. Uh, Ken is, now nah, he turned into rich. He turned into sometimes rich, uh, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. we were doing some things. We were supposed to do some things in the Midwest, too. Uh, Samaj Kadir, I text her. Haven't heard back from her. You're lucky I showed up. I was going to be fine. You do a solo? No, I can, I can do a solo. <laughs> I can be fine. I prepare to do it solo. Yes, you are. So when I, if somebody does come, it's just it's just icing on the cake. It's more interaction. Yeah, I prepare to do it solo, but that's not a problem. Let's talk about this. I want to get into the Diamondbacks. Uh, the Diamondbacks, they were handed their sixth straight loss, losing 4-1 to the Washington Nationals. But even through all that worst, that nonsense they, that happened, they still remain a game ahead of the San Francisco Giants. Now, they were on a 10-game road trip. Now, that could be tough for anybody. A 10-game road trip could be tough for anybody. Uh, before that 10 games, though, they led the National League West 
two and a half games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they falter off. I want to get your assessment on what you think happened. They did falter off at the same time as San Francisco Giants, who was the uh, favorite to win the uh, National League West, uh, also been losing game. I think they was off last last yesterday. Now they have three more games in Washington starting the day at uh four five, and they got the they have the Thursday game, then they had a Friday game, then they come home on August twenty sixth and play the San Diego Padres. So give me an assessment on what what you think really happened. Well, Not um, they scored seven runs in six games. Um, they don't have um, a Phillies rotation where they can win games by scoring a little over one run a game. They average four and a half hits per game. You can't win if you don't produce on the offensive end. That's tough on you. You can't. Um, besides getting blown out uh, two of the six games, I think they lost 8-1 to the Braves and one, and then uh, 9-2 to the Phillies when Cliff Lee just shut them down. Um, they've played close games. They just can't score runs. You know what was impressive? That I thought they were going to be... Uh, this the uh, road trip, the ten game road trip wasn't gonna be too bad when they beat the Phillies. Mm-hmm. And they came back. They, they beat, beat Roy the Holiday. They beat Doc yeah. Holiday. Uh-huh. Um, came back and beat that guy, uh, one of the best pitchers in the league, mm-hmm. not the best. Um, and then they went downhill from there. They on a six game losing streak. Was they started in Philly? They had to go to Atlanta, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Now they're in Washington, where um, who was it? Jason Worth hit a three run home yeah, run on them. Big so one. Took, took the air out of those big guys. One. I mean, Atlanta, um, if they weren't in the same division as the Phillies, besides uh, Philadelphia, they have the best record in the National League. They do. So it's not like, I mean, it's not like they're a snub just because they're second in their division. They're, they're uh, 25 games over 500. What well, Chipper Jones, he calls out this team. Isn't he like 80? He's 80. He's been around forever. <laughs> yeah, he has. But he's 80 and playing great. Yeah. And he's 80 and playing great. Yeah. Even when he's at a subpar, he gets those guys around him to play great. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of guys you want on the team. Chipper, Chipper Jones always been a class act mm-hmm. for the Atlanta Braves. And Atlanta Braves, and, and you're right, if that Phillies wasn't in that division, uh, they would be the team every year. Mm-hmm. But right now they do have the best record in the National League, right? Yeah, besides the Phillies, yeah. Besides the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's – but really – the hitting you you came down to you pointed it out with the uh, four hits four and a half hits per game you can't win games that nope. way. Justin Upton's batting 160 in the last seven games, including that win against Roy Halladay. 160. And 160. He um. Everybody in Arizona radio that I've heard is like, oh, why why are we not talking to him about MVP? Why why is he not brought on the MVP conversation? You can't hit 160 in any stretch after the All Star break <laughs> if you're going to be considered to be MVP. He has, he's having um. I mean, he's having career numbers. He's 25 home runs, 78 RBIs, batting almost 300. Right. Best record, best of his career. They'll end up being the best of his career. But you can't, you can't do this during a stretch in, uh, after the All Star break. You can't do that. And before the All Star break, these guys was above 500. And any team, uh, statistically, not any team, but most teams at a high percentage, usually make the playoffs mm-hmm. uh, when you're above 500 going to the All Star. A lot of their success comes off Justin Upton, but you can't have their stretch that you, as you mentioned hitting 160 after the All-Star break when you got to make a run. You have the San Francisco Giants in your in your league. You can't do that. They're just leering over. Yeah. I was in San Diego last year. The San Diego was up 10 games with 11 to play, right. and they ended up not making the playoffs, and they lost to the eventual uh, World Series champs. Make t- win two games out of those 11 games. <sighs> win two games. Win one. Win one, <laughs> and it's over. Or win the playoff game to get in the playoffs. They, they just didn't. And Sa- the beauty about San Francisco is that they never really waver. They don't go on huge winning streaks. Their their longest losing streak of the season is five games, which in a 162 game season with like seven days off the whole year, that's right. that's pretty good. And they were off yesterday. I I think um, 
baseball plays too many games. 162. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that's 162, but not counting the playoffs. So they can easily play uh, with the rental ball, 200-something games. Yeah. And, and that puts a lot on the players. But, I th- but just enough. I think he was the reason of why these guys – were successful and why they went on that run, how they became two and a half games up on the San Francisco Giants. Uh, also, the um, Kirk Gibson, I thought he's... Oh, he's doing he, a great I job. I think he's doing a doing great, a great job. job. They're buying into it. He has a overachievable baseball team, mm-hmm. and I think they're doing a great job. They're in position. Now, like I said, through all the six games, the worst of this six-game losing streak, they are one game up uh, in the league, so in the National League West. They are one game up, so they still control their own destiny. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But but a lot of guys have to step up, not just Justin Upman. I, I was at the uh, home run derby. They was chanting his, chanting his name mm-hmm. uh, because of, who was it, Ricky Weeks? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was there. But you you got to think that, you know, as a as a captain that the um, – who was the captain? I can't think of his name right now. But he put his teammate in. Mm-hmm. Who's this guy? Who's this guy? Oh, uh, Prince Fielder. Prince Fielder. Mm-hmm. Huh. He um, – he put his teammate in, mm-hmm. and you would do the same thing. But they have to make a spot if you plan in your hometown for Justin Upton. I think that's going to be the last year that they have the... the um, Th- they do it like that. Yeah. yeah. But also in the, um, you know, he he ended up playing in an All-Star game. Mm-hmm. I went to the uh, Home Run Derby, then All-Star game the next $400 day. $400 a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, that's, yeah, those prices, man. Yeah. It was four hundred dollars before I walked in the stadium. It's ridiculous. But it was me and KJ. KJ, yeah, we hopefully had, he loved it. But K- he yeah, sure did. he did because he he's a baseball. The other kid, the other boys didn't go because. But KJ played baseball, so he deserved to go. Mm-hmm. Now I got him playing football. But we're on the Diamondbacks. What you, what do they have to do outside of just hitting? Uh, uh, pitching, uh, what, pitching has to uh, step up. Yeah, you but I, you're pitching one game out of five days. You have to step it up. You have to be ready to win some of these games. Well, now here's one thing I, I was looking up. Um, Joe Saunders is not. They traded Dan Heron for Joe Saunders. Joe Saunders is eight and ten, with like a three eight nine uh, earn run average. He lost two out of the six games they lost. One was to the Phillies. Fine, you know, we'll give you we'll give you that one. So the best team in baseball. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. The, and then, but but he also lost to the Nationals uh, last night. So you have Dan Heron, who's thirteen and six with the Angels. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, obviously, but. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's just. Different. I hear you. I hear you. It's it's a pitcher's division, right? The NL West, right? And you show your stripes in the NL West. I hear you, but when I line up against somebody, I don't. Regardless, and you make a good statement. It, they are the Phillies. They are the best team in the league. Then you got the Braves. But when you line up, you gotta have. You gotta have some type of mentality, some attitude, some type of swagger that you feel like I'm going out here. And I'm pitching my good stuff because all I got to do is win one game mm-hmm. in this series. He pitched twice and lost both of them. Mm-hmm. Win one of those games, and it's not a six-game losing streak. I mean, the Nationals, if they're gonna if they're gonna win the division, you can't you can't lose to subpar teams. Right. The Nationals are playing a lot better this year, <laughs> but and that's, and not, that's also not saying much. Didn't they lose their manager early yeah, in the year? And, and Strasburg isn't there. And Strasburg's not there. Yeah. He's still off the Tommy John, right? Yeah. So he's coming back. They'll be back soon. He, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush something like that. But yeah, he's coming back, throwing the minor league. He's still throwing the minor leagues. I think he got benched, actually. Uh, but he, oh well, yeah, because he pitched. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, uh, he had a rough outing last year, or the one two ago. Yeah. Well, that's all confidence. He once he feel like his arm is where it was. Feels like his arm's not going to fall off when exactly. he throws it after the surgery. I've seen a terrible incident on a mound before. It was a highlight. Uh, the guy threw a pitcher threw the ball 
arm just start wagging. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, you know, I, I'm glad I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, Samaj. I don't know Samaj at home. We got four minutes. I'm right to... here. I'm oh, right finally. Here. Right here. Hello. <laughs> well, was... I was waiting for y'all to talk some trash. <laughs> I was waiting for y'all to do so I can get in that. Uh, no, no, Monk gave, Monk gave us a heads up. So, <laughs> Samaj, where you been? Sometimes Samaj. Yeah, sometimes Samaj. Come, come, call when you want to. Sometimes Ken, not me. Don't do me like that. Ken and Rich. I can't believe. Hey, and, and they, I called them friends. <laughs> I called them two guys friends. Rich is D E A D. He ain't been. Yeah, he. In a long time. Yeah, Rich. Rich is a. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see that interaction once we talk again. I would love to hear it. But we were talking about the Diamondbacks. I don't know if you're watching a lot of baseball. You know what? I didn't even know Eric. That's a shame. You know, I'm just, I like the Cardinals. But I, I really can't say I knew you guys had a, a baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. You probably didn't even know we had a football team. Uh, I know you got a football team. We uh, yeah, we do have a baseball team. We got Kirk Gibson. They, they are sitting 69 and 59 right now. Mm-hmm. Again, they are one lead up. They still control their own destiny. They just got to – now they got to – okay, this, let's call this a slump. Six games, losing streak. Let's call it a slump. They're on the road. A road game can be – ten game road, road game can be hard on anybody, mm-hmm. even the best team in the league. Because you're on the road, you're in a uh, hostile territory, you're in the mm-hmm. atmospheres, you're away from home and all that. It could be tough on anybody, but you are professional. You have to win at least half of those games. When, right. when Before you went on the road, you were two and a half games up. So these guys have to win at least half. You know I'm going to have to get them. They need – I like to know their mindset. What What are they thinking? Like what – they playing teams like the Washington Nationals. The Braves, okay. The Braves is a good baseball team. The Phillies is a good baseball team. Come out of that series with at least one game. Yeah, but uh, once you start losing, it doesn't matter who you play. Like if you – you lose two to the Phillies, three to the Braves, and then right. and then once you once you get in that losing losing slump, it's t- it's tough to get out of it. It doesn't matter. I mean, they could they could be playing college. It doesn't matter if you get in that mindset that nothing's going right, which it isn't. It's hard, especially it's hard to hit. So, pitching pitching can usually uh, uh, right the ship a little bit, but you yeah. gotta hit to win. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have at least two dominant pitchers. You know, when the Diamondbacks won the World Series, they had two dominant pitchers. And they pitched every game of the World Series pretty much, <laughs> and they did. <laughs> <laughs> but that's how you know if you got guys go out there, those guys were ready to pitch, mm-hmm. ready to pitch, okay. and they went out there and did a great job. And they won a World Series. You got to have a two dominant. You just can't have one guy on your staff and a bunch of subpar pitchers mm-hmm. uh, just to get you through. Counting on your defense, well, there's no defense for somebody hitting the ball out the park. There's no defense for that. You are the defense as the pitcher. So now we, we'll see. I think Kirk. It's still Kirk Gibson is doing a great job over there, uh, changing the mindset of those guys. Uh, yeah, so we'll see. Go ahead. Maybe they just need to get together as a, t- uh, as a team and see what's going on with them. I wonder if um, do they take somebody like and and. Alex, you missed Deborah Debris. I wonder if they take somebody like that on the road with them when they in that type of mindset, or does the coach just keep trying to motivate and motivate? Uh, after a while, you got to hear somebody else's voice. Yeah, after right. uh, the coach can only do so much after a certain point. Exactly, especially because they're grown. They're grown men. I and mean, it sounds like, like uh, Charlie Brown's teacher after a while, especially <laughs> on a six a six <laughs> game losing <laughs> streak. Yeah. So we'll we'll take a break. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Three four six is three four six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't know your own number. That don't make no sense. I don't know my own cell phone number. I don't either. <laughs> we'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tired of the same mundane talk radio show, boring opinions, and people not knowing or telling the truth? Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Welcome back to Formula of Sports Talk. We are live. Uh, Alex in the studio. Samaj Kadir, he, she's in L.A. doing a yes. whole lot of nothing, probably. <laughs> hey, guess what? Well, I'm you know what? I'm surfing today. I'm going surfing today, guys. Surfing. Finally get my first surf lesson. I've been trying to surf You're from a long time Dayton, now. Ohio. <laughs> They don't have great white sharks in Dayton, yeah. Ohio, do they? I've been wanting to surf for a long time. So and I finally had the opportunity. I'm going to be in Malibu getting hit in the waves today, trying. That's that's and very uh, uh, uppity. Malibu? <laughs> Whatever. That's not uppity. No, nah, you got it. I'm just messing with you. You got you to gotta do things you normally wouldn't do, like surfing, stuff like that. I can't wait. Can't My wait. next venture is to fly a helicopter. To fly or uh, ride in one? I want to fly one. You're not going to ever fly a helicopter. What? Look at you tearing my dreams down. Who does that? That can't be a dream to fly a helicopter. Why? I ain't touching that one. <laughs> That's your guys' fight. Unless you're going into the military. I don't know. Maybe maybe you want your own helicopter. Okay, one of my bucket list, then. Okay, there you go. Right, That's different. That's Is that different. better? Yeah, That's, That's better. better. Uh, anyway, the Raiders select quarterback Terrell Pride in third round. Uh, in a supplemental draft that he was allowed to get into, it. and I told you keep Pete Rose in mind. Now he can't he can't play until five games. I think he can play preseason and practice during preseason, but once the season starts, he's five game suspension. Mm-hmm. Now that's Terrell Pryor's punishment. Uh, then you got the uh, his coach, um, Trestle. That's his punishment where he resigned. He's that's still going on. But what about Pete Carroll and everything he did? And uh, well, why he doesn't miss <laughs> any games? Why he's not missing in the games, and I do want to get to Rail Pryor uh, being selected in third round with the Raiders, but why Pete Carroll doesn't miss any games for all that nonsense. Now, you're telling me as a head coach, he doesn't know, didn't know what was going on at USC? Well, if you don't think it was shady that he took a job 
with Seattle in the NFL, right? right? He got a little whisper in the ear like, oh, someone's going down. You better get out. Who wants the Seattle job? So he just tried to run away from trouble. Who will take that Seattle job? Not like he had. He did very well in the NFL the first time. I mean, he did all right with New England, but... I, but what, yeah, he was better off at USC than taking a Seattle job. Oh, he knew. Yeah, way better you always You always get talent yeah. coming into USC. He knew something was up, and he pieced. And that's why they're on suspension. They can't be on TV for about two games. They lose a lot of scholarships. Uh... The coach they have there, I do not like. I think he's a crook in himself. Mm-hmm. That's going to that's going to transpire into some more suspension down the road because that's he could. Bad. It is. I mean, you got these. You promising these college uh, uh, collegiate students, uh, guys, athletes, one thing you can't deliver on it. You going right. talk. You going into the living rooms and talking to their parents. You can't deliver on it. But it's USC. You don't have to be on TV if their goals, aspirations to be. Play in the National Football League, you got a good chance to play in the National Football League because you're still playing football. You're just not on TV. Right. right. This is like the steroid era of baseball. Like things are going to go down. There's going to be sanctions all over the place. More and more teams are going to uh, come front, come forward, and say all these bad things happen, and people will get through it. It's going to take some years. It might take a decade, like the steroid era, but you know it, they'll get through it. They're going to make they're going to make new rules. Maybe they'll end up paying players. Who knows? Right. But this is. It's not going to end Miami. This it's not going to end soon. Exactly. With Miami having seventy-two guys and some coaches, somebody had to know something. And then this guy, the, the, who was it, facing twenty years? Uh, what is this oh, guy? Oh God! Don't he's worry about it. We don't, he's, we don't need to talk his name anyway. But he's facing twenty years. But so now he's coming out. I don't understand how when you're getting taken care of in college, and when you leave college, you just you suddenly find a you get religious or you you find a it's something in you that you want to go back and say, I did get paid here and there. Guilty. Yeah, I don't know. It's guilty conscience. You I gotta, no yeah, idea. you find a conscience. You find Maybe a conscience. Maybe when you know you're in the clear. You're never in the clear. Mm. If yeah. you did it, you did it. You, it. Just don't take it in college, but it's hard to tell those guys not to take it. Mm-hmm. All right. But then they get away from college. They may go into the league, or some of them do, but then they find a conscience and they want to they wanna go back to the university where they had a chance, they had an opportunity to become something, they had a uh, got a college uh, degree, college education. They had a chance to play professional ball, but then they come back. They messed it up while he was in college, so they come back with a conscience saying, "Yeah, I took this, took that." Most times, it's the people they need to keep off campus, like agents and middlemen, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to attack these guys, these young guys, whom I think they should be paying, be paid in college. And that's a whole other thing. But Terrell Pryor, what you guys think about Terrell Pryor going into supplement draft? In the third round, I think Pete Carroll still should be suspended mm-hmm. some games for what he did at USC. Probably not going to happen. There's a lot of guys. Well, well, they talk so bad about Terrell what he did. Yeah, he did what he did, and it was wrong. It was NCAA viol- violations, but the coaches had to know something was going on. Yeah, but that's all hearsay. Yeah. It's like Larry Coker. Larry Coker from Miami says, "I I know of the guy, but I didn't hear anything." The coaches can always say that. They can. That's their way. That's the escape right there. Yeah. I know of the guy. If you know of the guy, Jim Trestle admitted to it because he thought that if he Admitted to it, he'd get a suspension and not get fired. Right. I don't, he he resigned before he got fired. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Samaj, you want to say something? Oh, go ahead. No. Uh, well, yeah, he resigned before he got fired because you getting fired and then applying for another job, that's on your resume. Yep. But that his past going to be on his resume, and I think that was the player's fault. He tried to protect his players. He probably promised this guy's family, I would take care of your son. He did everything to protect the players until the players did him in. Well, if this was, you know, um, University of Louisiana Lafayette, we wouldn't be hearing about it. Uh, like not if, not if, if he's not a star. Well, yeah. if Reggie Bush didn't win the Heisman and didn't win national championships, nobody would care that an agent bought his house. Right. 
Right. It's all about high profile. Pay these kids in college. You won't have to. It and you, it boils down to um, how much can you pay them. They They're also, not going to do it. They also my pro. You can say that uh, their degree and their their scholarship is payment enough, but not when you your degree probably your your scholarship is probably two hundred something thousand dollars. Let's just say this one guy can generate millions of dollars for you by coming to your school. Now tickets sales went up. There's more people sitting in the stadium just to watch Reggie Bush play. But it's part of the process. Yeah, it's they're the, kids. They're amateurs. Yeah. After you, okay, here's a deal. Here's a uh, suggestion. You can start getting paid after your sophomore year. A- after that, you're not an amateur. You've been in college two years. You go into your your junior year, your junior and senior year, you are potentially a superstar. Scouts are coming in and asking about you. Uh, you running these tests, doing all these tests for the NFL scouts. If you can test for the scouts, you should be getting paid. See, what it comes down to um, is the NFL is the only sport where there's no farm system. Either you come right from college to the pros. Baseball, you go through nine, you know, you go through far, <laughs> you know, a, double yeah, a, yeah, triple, triple a. a, and then you might make it to the majors unless you're unless you're an obscene athlete and you go right there. Basketball has the has the uh, the D league has overseas, right? You know, uh, the NFL has the CFL. And it had it had you know the UFL the AFL it had a lot of subsidiaries but the, but it's never it it was never farm it was never right. it was just smaller yeah. pro leagues it was never you go here and you may make it to the league it right was, there's you go no here and you stay here there's no like you know this this uh, team in in Tallahassee is tied with the Raiders right. or something like baseball it's not like that so you go right from college nobody talks about uh, NBA uh, college basketball players getting paid you nobody know. talks about nobody talks about baseball college players getting paid. It, it, Why is the NFL different? It, it's not different, in my opinion. I think if you can allow these guys to come straight out of high school without even going to college, I'm in baseball. That's interesting. You so, can let them go straight out of high school and get paid. How you stop a college who a guy who went to college stop him from getting paid when he's generate million dollars? That's interesting. Yeah, he's coming. A baseball guy can come right out of high school, and if he's talented enough, like Strasburg was, is he can get he can get generate ten million dollars right away, mm-hmm. guaranteed ten million dollars. Right out of high school. Yeah, but a lot of times uh, scouts want to see, like, Strasburg tore it up at San Diego State. Right. That's that's all you need to see. Like, here you go. You don't need to go to AAA. You're already, you're going to be one of our, in our rotation right away. Yeah, we had a guy, I had a guy from my high school two years ago out of Mitchfield High School get drafted in the first round. He's a pitcher. Most time is pitchers and guys who hit the ball well mm-hmm. uh, that they pick in the top rounds. Right. But they generate money. They're getting paid millions. But you're going to stop a college student, who, who a guy who went to college, or a person that went to college from getting paid who generates money. Your scholarship, the scholarship don't add up to what you bring it to the, to the uh, university. Yeah, but how much do you pay them, I mean, and who do you pay? That's I mean, that's. Are they going to pay everybody? You got to pay everybody. You so people you, jealous that you're getting more than I am. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just because you might be the best wide receiver. And then. Um, it, and you get in a hundred twenty million dollar contract. No, I'm just playing. But uh, <laughs> you might be the best wide receiver on the the college team, and and you might want more money because you feel like you're the one that's selling most of the tickets. And then it becomes not about team anymore at all. Yeah, it's about at I, all. Yeah, it's not about winning championships. It's about paychecks. And, and you make a you make a and good point, Alex. And that's what it might end up being in that. I really hope it doesn't. But Alex, yeah, because you, you will take the purity out of uh, college football. A lot of guys, a lot of people, uh, I should say. They love college ball Absolutely. a lot more than NFL. If there was a playoff system, it'd be no contest. Yeah. It can't be. It should be a playoff system, that's but a whole here, other, that's, that's a whole, whole other thing because that's money again. We're going back to the money situation yep. where the people are, that are in charge don't want a playoff system. 
they it's so much money they have to they generate from having this BCS is BS stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, to go to Samaj's uh, suggestion, how much do you pay these people? You if you whatever you generate, you take a cut of that, and everybody gets paid equally. Because if you're on the team, you're still helping that team get better in practice. Now, I play softball. Who doesn't generate a lot of money for the university? Well, whatever you generate, you take a percentage of that and you pay those people on the team. Everybody gets the same thing equally. If you make the team and you have some talent, if you if I'm the second string cornerback at the University of Kansas, mm-hmm. I'm I'm making the offense better because the second string the second team goes against the first team offense. Second team offense goes against the first team defense. I'm still making them, those guys better. But you don't win games in practice. You win games in practice. That's where it starts. You yeah, win but games that's in not, practice. But nobody, nobody watches practice. Nobody, nobody does stats for practice. I'm playing devil's right. advocate here. Right, I agree right, with right. you. But right. it, so you're saying Cam? So say, say um, Cam Newton, and then you have the coach's son who made the last spot on the roster because he's the coach's son. They should get paid the same. No, because mm-hmm. like you, it's gonna start getting to money now. Right. If mm-hmm. if if my son. Is the last guy to get picked, and it's a guy better than him, and I decide to put my son on the team just so he can get a check, then that's wrong because now you're thinking about the money. You're not thinking about winning. And and there's a lot of things going to come into play with that because it's not going to be pure anymore. Guys will just start playing for money. Yeah. Guys will go to the school. But and then you got to ask, like USC, they generate this much money. Ohio State generate this amount of money. Uh, Lafayette, school in uh, Louisiana. Players get paid 20 bucks a game. Right. If it's like that, I mean, it's not. If if everybody across the board, across the nation, is making the same thing, then there wouldn't be a problem. You can't say Ohio State, they generate millions of dollars, which they do. You can't say uh, University of Kansas should get less than those guys. But then it's t- it is when it's time to go to come out of high school and go to school, then I'm I'm not even thinking about going to Kansas if wow. I can get paid going to USC right. or Ohio State, right? Something like that. So it should be one one set price for each college around. Right. And, and I still want. I hope it doesn't. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, I still want to get into Terrell Pryor. What you guys think about him getting drafted? Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. We'll take a break. We we'll come back in two minutes. And Mom, give me some good music. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports do you think that all of the generic financial information you get every day is hard to navigate you need to tune in to duffy's financial playbook every weekend andreas duffy will help you filter out this information and turn it into wisdom that you can really use be informed about the financial decisions you're about to make instead of just blindly making decisions Andre's connections in the business and professional sports world will help you so you don't need to worry about your financial success. Tune in to Duffy's Financial Playbook, Saturdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Sports. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. 
Minute with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on, it will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news, spin it old school, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck, a no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Coast to Coast Instrumentals. Welcome back to Formula Sports Talk. We were talking about uh, Terrell Pryor getting drafted. I want to briefly get you guys' assessment on that. Uh, the Raiders want to make, and I want to get into the Raiders too, and the Raiders and San Fran thing, but we'll, we'll use Terrell to lead into that. Uh, get drafted to the Raiders in the third round. Another I, another guy with issues coming out of college that's going to a team that always had issues. What you guys think about that? These are different issues. Not than Jamarcus not. Russell, absolutely. Oh, no, no. I know Jamarcus. No, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, that's the last quarterback that they brought with issues with the whole holdout and everything. I think it's one of the best scenarios for him. For Terrell? Yeah. Two solid running backs, one yeah. potential perennial pro bowler if he stays healthy with McFadden. They have a great defense. A defense and a running game are the are a quarterback's two best friends. And I think that and coupled with having Trent Edwards, Kyle Bowler, and Jason Campbell as your competition, I don't really see it being a problem with him starting, if not at the end of this year, starting next year. And just at least seeing what happens. Yeah, I like, I like the pick for the uh, Terrell Pryor. Uh, the team, the Raiders, I'm not sure. Uh, Al Davis is still there. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure with all the nonsense they have. Uh, when this guy does become of age, does become uh, more mature, is he going to be the guy? Is he going to be able to be in that atmosphere, which is terrible? Uh, I, I used to think they have some of the best fans the Raiders do. And, I'm, and they, they, their, fran, their fans show up. But when you show up doing that nonsense, and I, we'll get into that in a second, um, but I think he's going to be okay as a quarterback, but they're trying to, make, they're trying to move him to a receiver because he mm-hmm. runs a 4-4. Mm-hmm. Now, you talk about... Samar, you talking about somebody's dreams getting off the air. You talking about somebody's dreams uh, being taken away. This guy always wanted to be a quarterback. His mm-hmm. idol was uh, Tom Brady coming out of high school, and then they want to make him a receiver. Now, he may do it just to get on the field. That's the quickest way you can get on the field. Well, you, you've had guys do that coming out of college like Randall L. But Randall L is 5'10". Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's not a 5'10 guy. He's a used this first year. Because I still like Jason Campbell. I still give Jason Campbell the benefit of the doubt only because in the seven years he's been playing, he had five quarterback coaches, five officer coordinators, uh, which he had to learn new terminology and new offense. But in, in the time he's there now, he has to really step up because, as you said, Alex, the Raiders quarterback situation, if it stays the same way, you go, you take a guy like Terrell Pryor who can come in and run and get away. I see he needs to work on his uh, arm throw. I see a mm-hmm. lot of his balls floating or dying off. If you will, he has to work on that in the NFL because those will turn into interceptions real quick. Mm. So I, I don't agree with making this guy a, a receiver, but it, that's all up to him. If he want to come in and play receiver and get on the field real quick, um, which is going to happen after five games from what he did in the uh, in college level at the University of Ohio State or Ohio State University, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, 
<laughs> then I think he'll be okay in that in that situation. Yeah, I think I mean I think it's like a um like a Ben Roethlisberger. We were talking about this like a Ben Roethlisberger situation. They had a tight rein on him. Like he had he has a better arm strength. He's bigger. He's stronger, but he's not as fast. That's for sure. And if if they catch if they have him throwing dump down passes, ten yard outs, handing the ball off, um, throwing swing passes, I think that with this offense. He might be able to actually produce really well, and I. This goes completely against what I said a couple months ago when we talked about Terrell Pryor. How he said he was never going to play quarterback in the NFL. I think this system could really, really work for him because he does have a good running game. He does have a pretty good defense, and that's why Flacco is uh, the guy he is. David, he has a running game. He has some serviceable receivers, but that defense, the Baltimore Ravens defense. When you think about the Baltimore Ravens, you think about their defense, mm-hmm. Ray Lewis and their defense. Uh, so he's coming to a situation. Uh, well, he may not even play this year, but he may get a lot of learning from uh, practicing against that defense because he's going to have to go against the number one defense and practice and make the right decisions. He may learn a lot. We, who knows? We, I mean, that's something we'll have to wait and see. Uh, but a guy like him in in Oakland, uh, coming getting in trouble. I don't know. He's going to have to have some. He's going to have to have some type of mentoring uh, in that situation. That's a bad environment. Deborah Debris. Deborah, yeah. Well. <laughs> well, if she can reach out to these guys, I know we, but that's, you know, we get these guys on the show. You got to have right. some type of stuff like this. You got to have somebody Structure. in your corner. Right. Now, keep, is this something that, that generally happens a lot or you rarely see it that you draft someone in as a quarterback, but then you want them to play uh, a different position? If you're black, yeah. <laughs> if you're black. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for real. You, I don't see them trying to make a Tom Brady receiver. Eric Crouch, they try to make a safety. They, they try to make Eric and Crouch he a safety. He didn't play one game in the NFL. Right. And he he got he got drafted in the first round or second round. Yeah, first round out of Nebraska. Uh, St. Louis, but St. Louis tried I think. to make him a safety. He was a quarterback in college. I'll take my five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus and retire. Right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. You you let these guys. If you draft in the first round, you expect it to play right away. Right. You expect right. to contribute to that team right away. Uh, but like the like the Pittsburgh Steelers does. They draft guys third, fourth, fifth round. If they play, they play. If not, they mature these guys uh, for down the road. That's why they all, they got a classy uh, organization over there. They got a no tolerance organization over there. You can look at the uh, their receiver core. The only person they have tolerance for is Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how that double standard, but he is the quarterback. If you want to win football games, how are you going to get another quarterback? They got Dennis Dixon. Dennis Dixon was pretty good. Uh, we go to Oregon State. So Oregon, Oregon, until he tore his ACL, he until ripped he, his knee yeah. apart. Mm. Let me get you guys' assessment on this. The San Francisco 49ers and the Oakland Raiders game turned into some nonsense. Uh, mm. is, it, is it just a – I think it's a mentality thing over there. These people actually think they own that logo, and then that logo is supposed to be bad, so they go to games and they act bad. Mm-hmm. You got games – now, if you ever been to the Oakland Raiders Stadium – that thing is in the, in a neighborhood. You have to drive through the neighborhood to get that. Mm-hmm. Now I say that, but the Green Bay Packers uh, stadium, Lambeau Field, is in a neighborhood. But it's the menta- so I say the mentality because in Green Bay you don't hear about all that stuff. In Oakland, these people they hood. It, it's the hood, but you it's a hood and it's a neighborhood in um Green Bay. <laughs> it's a neighborhood in Green Bay. It's the hood in Oakland. So, right. but that's why but they had that hood mentality. But that's why I gotta go to the mentality. These people do not own the rights to uh, mm-hmm. that logo. Right. right. But they they take it and make it a negative connotation. They make it bad. 
uh, then they get in a fight. Then they think it's, it's almost like a gang situation, like Oakland against San Francisco. It's a bridge to separate them. That's why I don't understand gangs. You fighting on some land that's not even yours. Exactly. Anytime you uh, they want to take that land from you, they can take it. But I, what you guys think about the uh, the shooting, the fighting, the fans uh, in a game like that? And I think that game should. They play every year in preseason. Not anymore. Yeah, they, that should stop. Yeah. That should stop. And it's not even a real game. It's not even I a mean, real game. They come in there with an attitude like, if we don't win, we're going to win on the streets. But, you know, it's bad because they already know how their fans are. And then, you know, that mixed with the big head mixed with alcohol, it, it just doesn't mix. You, you know, everybody, you get that alcohol, that little liquor in you, and, you know, you get all riled up. Yeah. Well, they serve alcohol at a... Uh, College games, don't they? No. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. But, but some in, until something like this happens, and then they stop. Right, I'm talking about, but they have that mentality already, and then they get that alcohol in them. It just heightens it. That's and the. I, I think it comes from the. Um, you can, you can drink alcohol. It's how much you consume when you drink. Okay. And and some guys don't know how to act. They come to the stadium ready yeah. to fight. They don't come to watch the game. They come ready. If somebody say something wrong, we getting them. They come. Oh, who takes a gun? To a football game. Right. It's kids there, man. You know, they have to monitor. I'll never take my kid to an Oakland game. Never. They have no, to monitor. they have metal detectors? But, yeah, when you're coming through the, to the gate to the game, they're going to have to start doing metal detectors when you drive into the parking lot. Yeah, because they could just be mm-hmm. in the car. They're, yeah, it's I mean, in the car. Right. Yeah. See, all this happened in the parking lot. Yeah. Okay. And when they got in the parking lot, Alex, you say they got hit on the FU. Yeah, the Niners. Niners. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Nice. I mean, all he did was get out of his car to, to make sure his kid, his friend was getting beat up, tried to get out of the car, and he just got lit up. Yeah. He got shot four times. Wow. In the stomach. Yeah. And both of them sitting in the Luckily, hospital. that security guard was there. He yeah. drove did up. Did he get the guy? Not yet. No, they didn't. I think they have a person of interest is what they said. Right. I think, yeah. And his dad they're comes out off. and say he really didn't, he didn't have a, a FU Niners shirt on. He's, he just said he just had a 49er shirt on, and somebody from Oakland went crazy. Yeah, I mean they got they have to understand. And Samaj, I totally agree about the alcohol thing. But I mean, I mean, all these mayors are the mayors are making statements like this is terrible. You know, this needs to be stopped. It's not going to stop unless some sort of element is taken out of it. And I don't. It, you put all the fans on separate sides of the field. I, I mean, that's impossible. I mean, alcohol is alcohol is one of the main culprits of all these problems because people don't understand that. It is a fun, it's entertainment for all of us. The rivalry is on the field. It's not in the stadium. Change the ownership, bring in a different mentality. That's the problem. But how how can you corral 100,000 fans? Like, how how can you put sanctions? That black and silver is probably one of the best uniforms in the National Football League. Probably one of the best uniforms, just like the Chicago White Sox. That that black and white, that black and silver for the Raiders, Mm -hmm. that logo... It's it's threatening. Yeah. It's threatening. You have you ever been there? Those are doctors and lawyers dressed up like that for Halloween with like the shoulder spike shoulder pads and like <laughs> yeah those guys who because hey, they sitting in good seats so they I know those not those thugs but they do have them they do have a mixture of of the other fans other yeah. fans uh, so they do have a mixture with those guys coming out there I don't know if you I really think you change the management you change the organization eventually. It's going to change the players, who you bring in. Everybody that goes to the Raiders has some type of issue where they left another team from a, a situation that they couldn't control their mm-hmm. mind. Mm-hmm. Or they come out of college, Terrell Pryor, 
with some situation, Al Davis willing to take those guys. He think he he's not trying to conform them. He's sticking with that bad boy attitude, that bully right. attitude. So it, it may be the um, it may be the it may be the uniforms, but I, I'd say change the management and give yourself ten years to change. Al the, Davis has to die before that management <laughs> gets changed. I'm not gonna tell so him. I'm not gonna tell him die, but <laughs> no, no, I'm not telling him to. I'm saying that that's what's gonna ha- that's what's gonna happen. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna be there until his until his last day. Well, like twenty years from now, because he's still at the end of the day, he still make the final decision yeah. on who's coming and who's going. He's still yeah, with so it. Do you he's think still... that it's the 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 players that's making the the uh, fans evil? The players? No, um, no. The players. Well, it's just the history of the Raiders. Is that bad? From L.A. to o- from Oakland to L.A. to Oakland, yeah. and they've just been mean. If L.A. gets a team, it can't be. Mm. It can't mm. be the Raiders. Be the Raiders. Mm. It can't no. be the Raiders. They used to be. That, there, that'd right? be the best team. That'd be the best thing for Oakland. I mean, that'd be the best team for the whole. This whole thing would kind of nah, dissipate. We don't need. No, nah, we don't. Uh, need oh, that I agree. In LA. Uh, that, I agree. Know, we got the, we got them rioting when we win. I agree. When the Lakers win. Yeah, it's nah, enough. We don't need that. It's enough in L.A. right now if you enjoy sports. Uh, the Lakers, the Raiders, does they do not need to be there. No. So we'll see. I agree. Well, let's take a break. Come back. Talk about Larry Fitzgerald, hundred twenty million dollar deal. What does that do for the other uh, free agents? We come back. I think we'll have my sexy voice. I'll take some Barry White. Come on, sports talk. We'll be back in a minute. flagship station for sports voice america sports fantasy sports is where the action really is over 40 million people play fantasy sports but rarely do they get to quiz the experts fantasy insights is the name and the game Tune in every week as Dish Adams and his guests clue you in on the fantasy football game, what's happening on and off the field, and how it will affect your fantasy team. These experts aren't just beat writers assigned to fantasy football. They live and breathe the game. Tune in to Fantasy Insights with Dish Adams every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Sports. The revolution has begun with Jim and Trav. Listen this week as Randall Eden, Shannon Young, Josh Fleming, and Joe Hosmer tell us why it's important to get our kids in the outdoors. Plus, Cat Daddy will have some catfishing tips, and Nick Rhodes has a new twist on wildlife management you'll want to hear. This is sponsored by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, I gave Alex a chance to get his sexy voice on. Yeah. So he said he had a sexier voice than I did. My voice is just not and my voice is just not sexy. It's just how I talk all the time. Yeah, you got a little pee voice. Whatever. Welcome back to the program. I don't need to prove talk. my voice to you. Yeah, well you're not proving to me. You got uh, five fans listening, so yep. hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is the last segment. Let's talk about the Larry Fitzgerald. $120 million deal and how that affects guys like Deshaun Jackson. Uh, you got guys like, uh, who was the guy in Tennessee, Chris Johnson. Um, how does it affect these guys and what do you think about the, Alex, what do you think about the $120 million deal? Which I would never, this would have never happened 10 years ago. And maybe the money wasn't there 10 mm-hmm. years ago, but they, they, 
there's a guy like Larry Fitzgerald, Adrian Wilson that probably will retire as Arizona Cardinals, and I don't know mm-hmm. a lot of guys that do that, but they've changed the mind. They've changed everything. If the Cardinals can do it, the Raiders can do it. They changed everything. They keep the nucleus. They bought this. They got this guy a quarterback in Kevin Cobb. Their running game looked pretty good. If you watch these guys in preseason, Arizona Cardinals in preseason. Um, defensively they they building they building they getting to where they're supposed to be you're seeing a lot of guys being active see more guys around the football uh but they a guy like 120 million dollar larry fitzgerald in my opinion he deserves it it's a eight it's an eight-year deal 120 million dollars i think it's going to end up being a five-year deal mm-hmm. and something that you know something may happen but he will retire as an arizona Cardinal. yeah um take away all of his um talent all of his numbers and everything he is the exact opposite of terrell owens all yep. he does is he plays football all he does is plays football. He's never said, yeah, I, I want more money, I want more money. Yeah, he wants a new contract, but he deserves it. Yeah. Like, if you set a foundation of, I'm for the team, no matter how many games we've won or lost, I'm just here to play my hardest every day, you're going to get what you want. And he's getting 15 mil a year, and uh, what is it, like 40 guaranteed? 44? 44 guaranteed. 44 guaranteed, and, that, and that's great. Good for him. You know, I mean, and you're right. Not many people think, like, you know, I want to stay here in Arizona and finish my career here and win a, win a Super Bowl. And he's, I mean, he's he's good to his word. Yeah. So fifteen, fifteen a year. But you got Deshaun Johnson playing two years. I don't think he deserves. Chris it. Johnson or Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Jackson. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, don't ever correct me on air again, Lyle. Oh, I was not. <laughs> you were talking about Chris Johnson. You said both of them. That means I'm talking about both of them at the same time. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> no, thank no. Uh, seriously, thanks, uh, Alex. Um, but you're talking about uh, Deshaun Jackson. He played two years, man. Does he? He don't even deserve anything close to that. He is a talented receiver. He does um, produce on at receiver. He does produce on in a special teams as far as a punt returner. But that one hundred twenty million dollars gave him a lot of bargaining right for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles uh, as well as Chris Johnson. Uh, Chris Johnson still sitting out now. The Indianapolis Colts say Reggie Wayne's sitting out for personal reason, but you know Reggie Wayne wants he's another. Wait, he's contract. waiting for his boy. He's waiting well, he's for his exactly. For and but he does need another contract. If Peyton gets one, off of two neck injuries, two neck surgeries, I should say, uh, Reggie Wayne should be getting a contract. Who's playing every day, playing every game? He's just not in practice. I think he's going to his seventh day of missing practice. Mm-hmm. They say it's personal. It is personal. It's financially personal. Absolutely. So um, how does this get trickled down to those guys who's waiting on the contract? Deshaun Jackson is a, is a Terrell Owens in the making. I mean, he's just, he's a flashy, he's, I mean, which is, he is, he's a freak talent. So don't get me wrong. He's, he's faster than maybe anybody else in the NFL as a receiver position, but he, uh, now, now $565,000 is a lot of money. Uh, but when they paying other people millions of dollars, you know he's only played two years. Everybody's gone through the rookie deal, right? Right. He's only played two years. Somebody is in his corner telling him to hold out, sit out, uh, do what he did. But he's back in camp now. Chris Johnson is the one that's not in camp, man. He's a valuable piece of that that uh, that running game that the Tennessee Titans have. And Deshaun Jackson only two years. He has to, and he has two years left, if I'm not mistaken. Again, five hundred sixty-five thousand is a lot of money, but they've given guys this year. They've given guys multi-millions. A lot of defensive players have yeah. gotten a lot of money. Multi-millions. That's a lot of money. Now, y'all don't think one hundred twenty million is a lot? Oh no. Well, one hundred twenty million. That's what it looks like on paper. It looks like that, but he's guaranteed forty-four million, mm-hmm. making fifteen five a year. That's a lot oh, of money. That's okay. a lot of money. So he's got seventy-six with incentives. He's got yeah. to make seventy-six with incentives. Yeah, and, but. Uh, if anybody deserved that, and I agree, he's totally the opposite of Chad Ochocinco Johnson. Mm-hmm. He's totally the opposite of Terrell Owens. 
Uh, Larry Fitzgerald deserves this. You know, I'm a fan anyway. Yeah, so. he deserves but is it. He, is he, he going to be able to, to, I'm sorry, is he going to be able to deliver? Is he still injured, right? Did he recover from that injury? Who? Fitzgerald? Yeah. yeah he, well, that was a knee injury last year, and he didn't miss a game. He did, It was the preseason uh, that he didn't play, but um, he didn't miss a game. He was still productive. He had 90 catches for, uh, was it a 1,000 yards still? Something, something with with four quarterbacks? <laughs> Jeez. He's always produced. He produced from day one since he's been here. Uh, but this guy, what he does in practice, make guys better. You you pay people for that. That's probably a ten million dollars added into that one twenty right there for what he does in practice and make those guys better defensively and offensively. All the quarterback and bringing Kevin Cobb in just just gives the fans and just gives them life, give their team life. He know all he had to do is throw it in the area of Larry Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. and he's possibly gonna come down with mm-hmm. that ball. I, I would be right. willing to bet. 80% that he will come down on that ball. Most He's going to make Kevin Cobb look really good this year. He is. He yeah. is. Because Kevin well, Cobb. If he doesn't make mistakes, if Kevin Cobb doesn't throw 30 picks, he'll be. Well, and, and another guy who's, I guess you'd say, frustrated was uh, Frank Gore in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have a contract. Yeah. But they say it's not an issue. They'll probably get a deal done with Frank Gore. He gets Gore. hurt every year. He gets hurt every year, but he's he wanted to sit out. He's in camp now. He, but the sitting out part of it, when you just had a knee injury, I think every year, for the, not every year, but the past two years, and he wants a new contract. They can go get a running back. Because he knows he's only got two or three good years left, and he needs, he needs that money. And they do. If they, if they paying everybody else a million dollars, and, and you got a, you can come to the table and bargain, then you get your millions. Yeah, but up. the running back's tricky. Receivers receivers always easier to pay more because they have longer shelf life. Right. Chris John. Well, the, the difference between Chris, Chris Johnson and um, uh, Deshaun Jackson, or Deshaun Johnson, sorry. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, <laughs> um, different positions, fine. Um, Deshaun Jackson has a really good team to come back to right now. He does. So he's going to look like the sore thumb in a in a team that's made to win a Super Bowl, and he doesn't want that. But with Chris Johnson, he's coming to a team, a middling team, that that he knows that they need him to win any games. So he has a little bit more leverage than Deshaun Jackson does now. And Chris Johnson, uh, fit in a year, uh, that really doesn't matter to me. I, obviously, it didn't matter to him because if he didn't show up in camp, he lose a year. Uh, his it would be his fourth year, right? Mm-hmm. He lose that year. But if you getting paid. What a Fitzgerald can pay those years don't even matter. Right. You could say mm-hmm. you could say he's been in the year league nine years on paper, but in actuality he's been in the league ten years because of some stupid CBA. Yep. The CBA is just that collective bargaining agreement was just dumb all around. Um, it only took care of guys who's playing right now, which is fine. Uh, it, no, it's not fine. It took care of guys who's playing right now for the most part, uh, who's still getting contracts every every week, every two weeks. But but a guy like uh, Chris Johnson to say he's gonna lose a year because he's holding off a contract is silly to me. I, I, and, and Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, it's only two years. And he's gonna bring a distraction to a team that everybody thinks can make it to the Super Bowl. I, I know they will win the NFC East. I, I don't know, but I I put my money on those guys winning. The they NFC look very East. good against Pittsburgh. Right. Well, Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh, and yeah. and they uh, that's the only team to beat Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh been beating them in the Philadelphia rival. Uh, has been beating them, a Pennsylvania right by, I should say. Mm-hmm. Beating those well, guys all the time. Yeah, they beat them well. last year. Uh, Michael Vick threw three picks. Yeah, and Vic didn't look good in that game, but you... Who he, cares? I mean, preseason... It, he was trying to force... It's preseason, but he's trying to force them. You don't have to panic in preseason. Uh, <laughs> and they did bring their offensive line uh, somewhat secure, but you don't have to panic so much. People are... Scared to death of Michael Vick. If he get out in the corner, mm-hmm. they think he's still going to run. But I, I think he matures as a quarterback where he's looking 
to pass before he run. And he also wants to play longer because if you the longer you run, the more you're going to get hurt. That's how he missed. Especially uh, against Pittsburgh. Right. Oh, they when they come to hit oh. you, they come to hit you. Uh, but that's why he missed uh, three or four games last year mm-hmm. trying to run, hurting his shoulder. He's fast, though. Yeah, he's fast. Uh, Terrell Pryor's fast. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Hey, what's up? We got some final words? Yeah, I hope I get to go to the game on Friday. Mm-hmm. Let me ask. Let me ask my buddy uh, Damian Anderson. He got any tickets? Uh, he should have some tickets. But you might be the nosebleed. My tickets gonna be good. Oh, oh no! How you gonna put me in the nosebleed? Well, I'll see if you got any good tickets. The Arizona Cardinals play this weekend uh, at home, uh, so we should see. I'll talk to Hank from Tucson. Maybe he'll I want to be on the sideline. Oh, yeah, Hank from Tucson got a. Uh, he got some. Uh, he got some tickets sitting in good positions. So, I want to be on the sideline. On the sideline. That's, that's just being a groupie right there. <laughs> that is not, are you tripping? You gonna be um? You tripping? Associate me wanting to be on the sideline with groupie status? Girl, be quiet. Don't don't take it to heart. This you is an off the air conversation. Yeah, you'd be all right. <laughs> well, we you know what? We about to get out of here. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Kwamala Sports Talk. Alex in the studio. Samaj Kadir in L.A. I'm doing the sexy voice next week. And Alex is doing the sexy voice next week, so he said. <laughs> hey, thanks. Check out the fan page. We'll have some trivia up there with EnergyForce.com. You can win a, a energy band bracelet. I mean, not bracelet. A energy band. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericasports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit VoiceAmerica.com. the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management